words that I say. All you sucker MCs, won't you please come out and play? NLAW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to whatever this show is. The LAW, The Walking Dead Review. I just said it in my own headphones there. Episode 126, Chapter 30 of the comic, New World Order. That's right. We're here. We're, we're at the, the most recent chapter that's available. Only took me fucking forever to get to it, but here we are. Uh, let's just get into it. It's going to be a short one. I barely have any notes. It's a good chapter. However, when it's good, but it's all... Most of this is just one scene, so I can't really have a whole lot of notes because it's just characters talking. And unlike the show, I can't really make fun of it. So when I do the comic and it's just a long sequence, I'm entertained and I'm reading it and I'm invested and I don't take notes. And I don't really focus on all this bullshit like the show does. So let's just fucking start talking about it. We uh, Michonne's group. We finally see what they finally what they saw in Ohio at the train tracks. It's not Negan. Ends up being like a bunch of fucking stormtroopers with dong, ding dong flaps, as uh, one character calls it. What the fuck her name is? Juanita Sanchez, aka the princess. So she she's making fun of them, and then they, they have all these stormtrooper looking dudes. They have like a baseball. It, this whole fucking this whole fucking community that we're gonna discuss here in this in this chapter is basically a. It's called the Commonwealth, but it's just, it's a scene on a Fallout. It's a scene on a Fallout 3. It's called the, or, or 4, I guess, so the Commonwealth. It's, it's just that. It's, it's, uh, what's the, the Boston Red Sox Stadium? What's that? What's it called? Diamond City? That's what it is. It, just picture that. Here we are. Anyway, so we, we get introduced to a number of people in a row that I thought was supposed to be the leader, and it's not, and it keeps happening over and over. And we get introduced by a guy inside one of the train, uh, boxcars. And he takes off his gloves and slowly, because Michonne's group gets taken and they get drug over to uh, this guy. And he takes off his gloves slowly and he looks all fancy. And his name is Lance Hornsby. And I'm like, he's a super fancy governor type. He's a slick. And I was like, hey, here we go. And he's like, starts to question him. And he's like, I want to know all these questions. And oh, otherwise, we'll shoot you. I don't care either way. We'll we'll do what we got to do. You do what you got to do. Eh, we'll go from there. And how many times have we seen this in the fucking comic and the movie? I get it. It's entertaining. He, they're doing a good job keeping it different every time, no? Michonne finally starts to let him know answers, and they start to talk, and they decide to take him back to the stadium. And apparently they have, like, football games and basketball games and baseball games, but not with, the, not with Beta because he's a basketball player, but he's fucking dead now. We never find out who he is. Who is it? Is it Dirk? Is it Dirk? I just want to know if it's Dirk Nowitzki, okay? Because I will be on. I will be mad that you killed him. Y'all would be mad that you murdered that man. Not okay. Not okay at all. Can you imagine being the player that they make you, they turn you into that character who like just fucking brutalized people and was a rapist? I'm pretty sure he's a rapist because the whole community of the Whisperers was, were rapists. Can you imagine being that basketball player? I think I, they're never going to name him. Uh, it's, if you're really looking for a name on that guy, it's not going to happen. Anyway, so uh, they, they finally show up at the stadium and Eugene's the whole time is like, I want to meet Stephanie. I want to meet her. I want to meet her. And they finally bring her out. Because she interrupts them uh, being brought in. They're supposed to go to like right to the leader and start doing the questioning and stuff. But Stephanie jumps out. And I was like surprised because it's a little strange because uh, you get an idea of characters in your head. And she's not what I thought. 
not just because she's black, but because she looks like Black Velma from Scooby Doo. She's got the glasses and the, like the lo- kind of longish hair, but it kind of cropped straight across, cut, you know. And I was like, ah, it's kind of schlubby. She looks like a she looks like a librarian or like a, someone's secretary or someone someone that's like forty five has a lot of cats and has never been married, not ever even close to married, but really reads romance, you know, those romance books on her break and just really like ha- holds out hope. Because all of her sisters got married when they are in their 20s. And she's a really good aunt. She is a great aunt. You don't understand how good of an aunt she is. And she, oh, she cares for people. She cares, she cares. Never been in a relationship, though. Never. She's talked to a couple of guys online. And she's, uh, she, you know, she, she, she's holding out hope. You know, she's counting. She's, uh, she's kind of watching that, uh, you know, marking her calendar and, and really hoping for someone. And just really watching those, those, last, uh, those last eggs she has just, like, kind of, Kind of start to dry up and shrivel and, and, and just go away, only to, to never be seen again. But she's like, oh, here we, fingers crossed. Because <laughs> I got to cross them because I have to use these fingers on myself because no man wants me. But here, you know, I'm holding out hope. Uh, I might go down to the sperm bank soon and, uh, and get some of that. It's the only way I can. But you know what? What can you do? There's a man out there who loves me. He loves me. So I don't want to get the sperm. So, but you know. I might go uh, meet up with the guys and solve some mysteries. I don't know. Uh, my, my womb is the mystery machine here. Um, it, please fill it. Please, please fill it. Eugene, hey, I got in the radio. Hey, Eugene, yeah, come, on, come on out to Ohio. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally have a power to say come on out here. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. Come on, come on, fill me up. Fill me up. And so much so that they bring it up in the end of the, end of the section before Eugene leaves. They're like, I guess not having babies is a real fucking problem in this world. We can't, we don't have enough babies to keep this, to sustain this lifestyle for long, which makes sense. But it really furthers my theory that she's just like fucking dick crazy. She wants sperm inside her now, pronto, before that last egg just fucking salutes you and jumps off the cliff. It just wants to be fucking fulfilled. It wants to fulfill its purpose in life. And and she wants to fulfill that purpose because uh, otherwise her sisters were right about her her whole life and they can't have that. Oh, it's so hard to find the romance books on her break in this world. And she keeps rereading the same ones. And Fifty Shades of Grey gets old after a while. Uh, I don't know if you call that a romance book, but she does. She does now. Oh, man, shit's changed. She's gotten really kinky. But let's move on. So, uh, yes, they take back the stadium. Uh, Michonne, they, they, stop, they stop outside before even this, the Velma thing even happens, before the Stephanie thing even happens. They find this board with, like, people hanging up flyers for their loved ones be like, have you seen this person? I'm like, where are they getting these fucking pictures? Why? If you have a picture of someone, you're going to keep it. You're not going to throw up on a board and waste it. You want to hold that shit. I mean, it's a little selfish to hold on to it when you can put it up and maybe find someone. But it pays off because uh, Michonne finds one for herself where it's like, have you seen my mom? Find me at this place, at some bakery. And she's like, take me to this person. And then the guy who's leading him, Lance, is like, you fucking wait, bitch. She's, he doesn't say it like that. But that's, that's, the, that's the tone I gathered, the overall tone, if I were to put, a, put that, sum it up, really. So they, finally they go back and blah, 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 blah. Who fucking cares? Uh, we, we finally get introduced to uh, the leader. And they walk in, and it's a bank. And he's like, I'm Maxwell Hawkins. <laughs> How you doing? And she's like, what did you do before this? And then the character's like, I was a, a fucking, what's her name? Uh, princess is like, I worked at Starbucks in a bookstore. And he's like, never mind. What about you? And Michonne's like, I was a lawyer. And he's like, fine, good, good, good. Come with me. And then they bring him in. And, I'm, and so Maxwell Hawkins brings him in. And I'm like, oh, Maxwell's the leader. Nope, here's Pamela Milton, the governor of the Commonwealth. And I'm like, ah, god damn it, they fooled me again. Fucking keep doing it with these crusty old white dudes. And, and fine, okay, it's Pamela. I don't care. I, I just, I, Pamela Milton, great. 
I just assumed it was those other two guys because of the way they introduced their characters. So I don't know if we even see that fucking guy again, the guy in the, the bank teller. I don't know the, the, the bank manager, but it, they're in a bank. And I was like, ah, oh, here he is. He's the rich guy. Oh, no, no, he's, he's the matter now. So this is when I was no, starting to notice that it really is just uh, Diamond City from Fallout 4. And uh, I'm fine with that. I was just like, oh, they're just doing it. They're just going for it. Why not? Uh, she starts to question, uh, Pamela starts to question Michonne about like what she did and what she needs to do. And Michonne sits there and is like, uh, yeah, yeah, answering her questions. She's like, you know what? I don't fucking trust you guys. I don't care. I just want to go meet my daughter. She's over here. And Pamela, they do it. They, again, they keep things interesting. And so she's like, you have a daughter? Like, I have daughters too. How are you maintaining your, your, your sanity right now? Let's go fucking meet her right now. And she takes her to it. And I was like, wow, that was interesting. And the whole chapter, you think shit's going to happen and it doesn't go that way that you think it's going to because we've already seen shit like that and they don't do it. And I was like, ah, see, this is what you're supposed to do. The show can't do that. The show just keeps doing shit over and over and over and expects you to be surprised. But yeah, she goes and meets her daughter. Her daughter works at the bakery. She drops the fucking cake. And then they hug. And it's a really emotional scene. And like I said in the last episode, there's some scenes in this comic where I have tears in my eyes. And I'm reading a fucking comic book. And I'm like, it's crazy. And I've never once cared in the show. I cared during when Shane was alive, and it was interesting. That wasn't like an emotional thing. That was just interesting, like in a crime, like in the Departed style. The reason I care about the Departed. I'm not emotionally invested in the Departed. I'm just interested in how this all plays out. That's how I was interested with Shane in season two. And, and this fucking thing, in the rest of the show, I, I don't ever care about the characters when I die. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Carl fucking dies, and I'm like, eh, Carl's dead. Cool, moving on. That's a fucking problem, but uh, so does she meets her daughter and I'm like, oh, oh, she met her daughter. <laughs> like she brought her up a long time ago in the comic, like, and then they didn't really talk about her because she doesn't think she's ever gonna see her again. And here she is, and then um, we we cut to this weird weird scene where uh, some guy is trying to fuck a girl in a big field, and he's like, come on, baby, we're out here. What's the little problem? Nobody's gonna see us. Let's get our dick. Let's get my dick wet. Come on. And she's like, okay, and they start making out, and zombies appear, and then. They, uh, the fucking, the guy, the, the head of security, his name is Mercer. He, he kills the zombies and then the, the princess, Seba Prince Sebastian, uh, I'm, who I'm calling him. I don't know. His name's Sebastian. He's the, the daughter. He's the, he's the son. This is a fucking prissy he is. He's like a bitch. He's the son of, uh, Pamela, Pamela Milton, the, the actual leader of the Commonwealth. So he's like, fucking, why are you so fucking Mercer? You didn't, you just killed one guy. You couldn't, you couldn't take care of two zombies before they got to me. Oh, and there's a cool cutaway on the next page where. Or, or on that page, Mercer goes, sorry, sir. And then it cuts to the next page, and you see the trail of zombies he's killed to get to him and how much work he actually did. And he's like, so sorry. <laughs> it's like, I love that. I love that reveal. Because it didn't, it didn't add anything as far as stakes go. It was just a nice little character moment. Several character moments. Because it really told you a lot about Sebastian, and it told you a lot about Mercer. And that's the stuff I love in the comic that they can't fucking get right in the show. But I'm not going to complain about the show anymore. Oh, my God. So let's, let's stop talking about that bitch whore ex of my show. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, uh, Mercer goes back, and then uh, he starts talking to another guy, one of the security guys. And then uh, they start talking about how they can just fucking kill this family and just take over the place. And then Sadiq overhears them. And this is where they, they kind of, they don't do the cliche and they do things where I'm like, oh, this I love the way they did that because CD hears them, they go up to him and you think they're going to like threaten him and they kind of do, but it doesn't turn out the way later that you think it's going to because Sadiq's like, I'm just going to the bathroom. I don't care about this. Uh, you guys are blowing, and, and Mercer's like, we're just blowing off steam. Like it's, we're not actually talking about doing this. So we don't want to do that. And he's like, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'll see you around Sadiq. 
And they have a nice little character moment again where Sadiq goes off to the left, they go to the bathroom like other way and you see him just go back the other way in the panel. Again, these little little moments that don't really mean a whole lot in the moment, but these little character moments that they're doing in a drawing that, that the bitch horror show that broke up with me can't fucking do right. But here we are in a comic book and drawings and it's, it's, it, these little character moments work so well. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, there's really not a whole lot left, honestly. Uh, they decide to go back uh, to Alexandria, and that's, that's really about it. Uh, Prince Sebastian, um, uh, I, I guess I'll say this. Uh, Prince Sebastian is a fucking prick. He's, a, he's prissy. He, he showed up out of nowhere while, while Pamela's trying to tell all the people that just showed up from Alexandria, like, yeah, go, go have fun. Go explore. We don't care. We trust you now. Go, go explore. And then fucking Prince Sebastian shows up like, he fucking, he cock-blocked me. That fucking asshole. And Mercer's like, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And walks away. This is before Sadiq overhears him. But then uh, in a moment later, we see Prince Sebastian like walking around and then He's like throws down, he smacks, he smacks some of the lesbian girls and he's kind of like throwing a fucking fit and Mercer, he smacks Mercer too. And Mercer's just like, yep, this is the shit we got to deal with. And they discuss how this, the, the, the Commonwealth is like a weird class system. It's a class uh, structure. And if you had a great job and money before, you get the same thing here. And once a year, you're up for like a, a promotion and you can, you can climb the ladder once a year. And it's like a fucking company that you work for, just some fucking company. And so... That's, that's what they have, and they're kind of discussing like the pros and cons of that for a lot of this chapter. And this, this is toward the end of my notes here. I only have like two more notes after this, but it really does take up a lot of the comic where they're kind of like, this is really how it is in Alexandria because if like not everybody lives at that fucking mansion in, in the hilltop, just Maggie does, and like some of her closest people and heads of security, but everyone else lives in a house like or in a tent. So really, it's not that far off, which is, which is true. But the only thing is the Commonwealth part is like you had that job before. Like Maggie wasn't a fucking leader before. She was just a farmer. So it's also not true. So Michonne's point is kind of ruined at that point. But yeah, uh, they have a lot of problems. with it. They show, they show them like go out and they have ice cream and they have all this stuff and they have cupcakes. And it sounds so boring when I describe it, but it's, it's quick. And then they go watch a football game and one of the lesbian girls is like, oh, okay, this is starting to, this is starting to you know, rope me in. And then, then this is when they decide to go back. Um, oh, 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 Maggie. She gets caught fucking Dante in a shed by one of the guys. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, so she's just like fucking hardcore fucking him in the shed, or they're about to. And I was like, why are you fucking in a shed? You have a giant fucking mansion to, your, to yourself. Why are you fucking in a shed? Why? Why do that at all? And then... She's sitting there talking to Dante in a room, and then he starts kissing her neck, and then Sophia runs in. She's like, you fucking whore! You're a whore! A whore lives here! You hear me? Like, uh, like good fellas. And then she goes and talks to Sophia, and she's like, Glenn's dead, bitch. I'm not a whore. Fuck you. She says a little more tenderly, and then they kind of hug after that. I don't think she said exactly what I said. That might have been a little more uh, abrasive, and maybe not ended in a hug. Probably more fisticuffs. But yeah, so they, uh, we cut back, and then this is when they start to head out to Alexandria with Pamela and all her soldiers, and it's like a marching forward. Michonne decides to stay behind so she can be with her daughter, obviously. You knew that was going to happen. There's a nice little moment where she's like telling Eugene she's going to stay, and Eugene's like, but we need you. And she's like, you don't. This is where I am now. He's like, Rick's not going to believe me. And she goes, here, take my sword. Rick will know everything he needs to know about Pamela and her people when he sees my sword. And then they go back. And uh, 
So, <laughs> I'm only laughing because Rick's reaction is not quite that. Because they go back, and then there's a long march scene where they kind of go, and they decide to outrun the, the guards who are on foot. And it's much quicker this time on the way back. And then they do that so they can go into the in Alexandria and, and tell Rick what's going on. But he, he sees the sword, and he's like, no! <laughs> like, instead of being like, oh, she left her sword. But he just sees the sword, and Eugene doesn't say anything at first. He doesn't say... Michonne stayed behind. Here, this is what she gave me to show you. Instead, he just sees the sword, and Eugene says nothing. He's like, "Oh no, 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 no! She's fine. She's fine. She stayed back." And so I just love that his first reaction is, "Oh God, no! What happened? Oh dear God, you killed my black angel! Oh God, oh God!" And, like he loses his fucking mind. But the, uh, the point is, uh, she's fine. And then Pamela shows up, and they have a little conversation, and then all the guards show up, and they have a long section of the of the comic where it gets it gets complicated when they start describing like this is what we're gonna do now this is what we're gonna do because they're like you go meet the guys out that are coming from uh coming from the commonwealth and you meet them they'll tell them and they they won't trust you though so we'll bring this guy and that guy and this guy over here and they'll go over there to this field and i'm like i can't fucking follow this this needs to be two sentences in the comic that's my one little gripe because i'm like i can't follow what the fuck they're talking about and it's probably on me but i give the comic a little more leeway than i do the the show obviously because of, of of trust and quality built up over the years, but uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. They Rick starts talking to Pamela, and she's like, "I think I can take him. You don't have to follow me." And he's like, "Be surprised." And she's like, "No, you be surprised." And he's like, "Ooh, I better watch myself." And you think they're flirting? You think they're flirting? They build up this whole scene of of thinking they're flirting. I'm like, Andrea just died. I mean, it could have been like a month by now because of all the the four. I don't want to say flash forwards, but all the like walking scenes and the montages and stuff. It could have been a month or two, or maybe even a fucking year for all we know. Who knows? It's probably been a month. I'll say a month. But yeah, so she she starts talking to him. And they, you know, I'm like, oh, they're getting flirty, flirty already. Okay, well he's he moves the fuck on. See, he'll be on wife number three if they hook up. Oh no, shit's changing because Pamela's like. He starts giving her shit about how like the 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 world works and the, their world about like the hierarchy and the, and the the class system, the class structure, and all that sort of stuff. And she's like, "It's the world order. It's it's how the it's how the world works. It's the world order." And he goes, "Maybe we need a new world order." And we get the title of our of our, our comic, our chapter, and end of comic. And I was like, "Ooh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when it's?" What, what do they say, 50,000 people versus 200? What's going to happen? I can't imagine how this is going to work out. And I'm like, maybe, Rick, maybe just leave this one alone. They have an entire city of people, a small city of people. You have 200 people that could barely beat the Whisperers. You're still rebuilding and starving. Maybe sit this war out. Maybe don't pick a fucking fight over the, the class system that you don't have anything to do with and it doesn't affect you. Maybe, Rick... Dwight was right. You shouldn't be running this shit at this point. This is the this is I didn't realize I was felt I felt this way until right now, but holy shit, he just he just threatened a woman with 50,000 people behind her. I think that was a number. And I'm like, maybe don't do that. Maybe that's a stupid idea. Maybe why even why say anything? Why make it look threatening? Why do that at all? Why say a word when we go, "Oh, I don't I don't agree with that." And uh, do what you got to do if if you want us to be like that, I don't want to do that. No harm, no foul. I'm just not cool with that. Cool? Cool. I'm not a threat to you. We have 200 people spread out over 15 miles in four different settlements. Maybe I maybe uh, do what you got to do. I, I just don't want a part of it. Instead, he goes, maybe we need to overthrow your world. <laughs> you bitch. You're trapped now, you bitch. And I was like, you were just flirting with her. What the fuck happened? That was a, such an abrupt shift. 
End of comic, though. I'll see you in a year. Good God. Maybe I won't. I haven't decided if I'm going to keep the show going or not uh, as far as finish. I'm going to finish up season nine of The Walking Dead. I don't know if I'm doing Fear the Walking Dead season four. I feel like I have to. But I feel like someone has a gun to my head when I do it, though. And, I, and if I'm not enjoying it, why would I do it? But I'm going to finish up season nine of The Walking Dead. I know that because I want to finish up that. I want to finish up uh, his last season, Andrew Lincoln's last season. I'm doing it for Andrew because I know he listens. No, I, I like him a lot. It's going to be a weird show without him. But we all knew that was coming at some point, right? I'm fine. I, I agree with his decision to leave. He is far better than the show is. Uh, I, I, any character that wants to leave that show, go right the fuck ahead. Go to fucking Star Trek with the other girl. Do it. Be with Sasha. Be with her. Whose name I can remember now that she's dead, but I could not remember it when she was alive. Good God. Yeah, so I agree. I want to finish up that. I don't know how quickly I'm going to do it. I don't care. I have zero plans in the future for this show. So I don't know if I'm going to do the comic books anymore. Maybe I'll touch base with just the comic and I'll just just review the comic because I enjoy these ones. It's fun reading the comic and it gives me a reason and uh, makes me focus a little more on it. And I get to listen to it later instead of reading the whole comic again. I will say most of these I've read twice, though, so that's probably still going to read it. I don't don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. I'm going to get out of here. LAWstudios.com. Check out the show notes. You'll see it there. Uh, you know, youtube.com slash loitering wonderland patreon.com slash loitering wonderland studio send me a message loitering wonderland at gmail.com tell me you think I should quit this show because I agree tell me I th- you think I shouldn't because you're insane I, I clearly should stop doing the show I have 126 episodes deep and I, I don't care about The Walking Dead I like the comic that's, that's it that's all I want and I want to watch Fear the Walking Dead but fucking what's his name's on it I, I don't know if I want to watch it because of him uh, I really, I really, really do not like Morgan. So I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know. I'm in a weird position where I just, uh, my, my, my passion's gone. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> this is where I would put in a shotgun noise if I could. I, I clearly can. Maybe I will. Oh shit, I forgot. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.